Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Stephanie Farrar, a Christian-centered business coach and host of the Empowered Creativity Show. Today, we're discussing how coaches can move past feeling stuck, frustrated, and overwhelmed with their lack of business growth. And we're going to discuss three steps to create your ideal life. Life is too short. Trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you so much, Brittany, for having me. I really appreciate it. I am so glad that you're here. And I cannot tell you how often we feel stuck. It's crazy. How many times do you get people telling you like, I just feel I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but I'm still stuck. How how often do you get that? Yes, all the time. I'm doing all the things. I'm doing all the things that I have YouTube or listened to podcasts and I've done, I've gathered all the information from all the gurus, all of the experts, everybody. And I feel like I'm doing everything they've told me to do, but something's not working. Yes. Yes. I totally get that because just starting a business as a whole is frustrating alone, but what's more frustrating is when you feel stuck and overwhelmed or just as overwhelmed as you did when you were working, or if you still are working a nine to five, it just makes you feel like an imposter and it makes you feel like, okay, what am I doing? Or should I be doing this? So we're trying to get past that and get to business growth. So what are some of the ways that we can get unstuck? So I love talking about this because it's not going to be the thing that people are like, give me that one strategy. What's the one strategy that's going to like solve every problem, Hmm. but it really boils down to your vision and having a such a clear vision of not only what you do and who you serve, but why you do it and what is being left out if you don't do what you're supposed to do today? Mm. Who is not getting served because you didn't show up today? And so I, I boil it down into these three steps, like you mentioned, and, and it's really powerful to go through it because you notice things about yourself that you've been maybe glossing over, stuffing down, just like, I don't have time to deal with that. Let me move on. Like, I can't think about that today. Mm-hmm. And with, the longer you do that, the longer you stay stuck. Wow. Okay. So what if we can, because that is really enlightening because a lot of times we're looking for, you know, a silver bullet. We're looking for hit me with this and let me run off with it. Looking at things as an actual entrepreneur that is stuck at this moment, say right now I'm stuck and I'm coming to you and I'm saying, Stephanie, help me out. Where can I start? What, how did the, what did those steps look like? So the very first thing we have to do is assess where we are. What's happening? We need to see with open eyes, with reality, take off the rose-colored glasses, take off our contagious optimism that it's Mm -hmm. just, there's a place for that. But in this moment, this is not that place. This is the place to look at what's really happening. 
And so really assessing where you are, looking at all aspects of your life, because we get very focused. I know as an entrepreneur, I do very focused on what's happening in my business. Mm -hmm. And I forget to think about what's happening in my family, what's happening with my relationships with my friends. Have I called my mom in the last three months? Am I neglecting my, my health? Am I right. eating poorly? Because I'm just quick work, quick little snack, something, mm-hmm. move on. And I spent years, even when I, was at, when I was in my corporate job, that was me, it was work. Oh, now I'm not at work. I have this volunteer thing. Let me work, work in that. And then, oh, there's this other volunteer thing. Let me work, work in that. And so totally neglecting my family, totally neglecting my health. Of course, that leads to being overstressed, being overweight, being really miserable, right? Toxic productivity really, is what that is, right? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have to take a moment and assess. So mm-hmm. what I have my clients do, I have a little, you could call it a quiz or you could call it whatever you want. To call it. It's an assessment. And mm-hmm. then, so it's just so business scale of one to 10. How would you rate it? Family scale of one to 10. How would you relate your rate your relationships with your family members? And I, it gets a little more like your spouse, your children, other family, friends, your health, your, the way that you eat, your exercise, things like that. Mm-hmm. So really looking at that scale and it's very eye-opening. I had a client recently that as she walked through this and then we, we met after she had a chance to go through it and do some of the journaling that goes along with it. She's like, Stephanie, I didn't expect to cry all the way through this, mm-hmm. but I realized she's like the only thing. So I think it's, I'm sorry, I said one through 10, but it's one through five. She said the mm-hmm. only thing that was over a three was my my work. Everything else was a one or a two. And I didn't realize that I'm going about life thinking things are fairly good. Mm. Like things aren't too bad. But when you really made me think about it, I just sat and cried. Like I am, I I have no friends. I like my spouse and I are fine. It's not great. It could be so much better. And so really looking at that from a reality standpoint, Mm -hmm. then you get to what's the great part is you don't have to sit there in that reality. You don't have to sit there forever, but you need to start there. So then you can say, what are the top places where I want to focus? Then if I've got these things that are working well, because you mentioned that toxic productivity and the Mm -hmm. way that showed up for like the way that showed up for many years ago, before I recognized what was really happening was my career was fantastic. I was mm-hmm. rock star in my job. And that's not, I am tooting my own horn. Oh, right. people, you know, <laughs> the people I worked for liked me. The people I worked with liked me and I got the job done, but I had awful relationships. I was dating the wrong men. Mm-hmm. I was like just awful relationships. And, but the thing is the thing that drove to perform in my job really was what caused me to get into relationships that were really bad because I was in a place where I was looking for that recognition. Mm-hmm. I was looking to be appreciated. I was looking outside of myself for those things. And so worked well to get the great job, Stephanie, from the boss. Not so good to get into situations with men that I didn't need to be in uh, because I was just wanting to be accepted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm all in because yeah. we're like, okay, so how'd you move from that, Stephanie? Get right. us the- so yeah, so one, exactly that. Recognizing, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like this thing that's so great in my career makes life horrible outside of it. And, and so then you get to make the decision. I don't want to live like that anymore. I don't want to live like that anymore. So then you get to create a vision for what you do want and you get to forgive yourself for Mm -hmm. the things that maybe you were neglecting. And you say, now I'm choosing to improve it. I'm going to choose to be intentional with those other things. And so then that's when you get to step into creating a new vision for your life. And so this is step two is creating that vision. The vision 
this is the fun part about it is in the exercise I have my clients do is create, I had them break their day up into four different segments. If you could put this, if it could be groundhog day and you did this day every single day, you would be satisfied daily. Like you Mm. would be so full of joy and purpose and and appreciation that you get to do this day on repeat. It doesn't, it would never get boring. This isn't like the best day ever. I got to meet the rock star that I love and the actress that I follow. It like, it's, you know, I got to meet the president. It's like none, it's not that kind of a day. Mm-hmm. It's the, the every day, the mundane, every day. It's not so mundane because you're doing the things you love. Right. And so it starts with really putting together this journal entry. And in the end, you come up with this journal entry that is you're writing it at the end of the day and you're summarizing what you did today. I woke up at 6 a.m. I spent some time with the Lord and the Bible and I journaled some. I read a little bit and then I got my daughter up for school and then I took her to school and then I was able to, and then I had breakfast with a friend or mm-hmm. whatever that is for, for your morning. Right. And then I got to, then I got to work. Now this could be a career This could be your own job, your own business. But then I got to work and I had two fantastic meetings with clients today. They had breakthrough. There was momentum in their business. They are killing it with what they're doing. And it's so exciting to see that. And so you put the energy into it. You put the emotion into it, this whole journal entry. And you go through all the way through, like, you know, I ended the day sitting on the couch next to my husband watching football. We had a great dinner and then we went to bed. So it's that kind of a description of your day. There's no how it happened. It's just that it did. And the power in it is that you then get to look at that and say, now, who do I need to be on a daily basis for this to become reality? Oh, drop the mic, Stephanie. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't get to be whiny. Mm -hmm. I don't get to complain. Mm -hmm. I get to take the actions that are necessary to make that happen. And so if you haven't had a great morning routine, you get to be intentional in creating one, having, spending time with friends. So like my vision always includes like having lunch with a potential client or a friend. Mm -hmm. I love having lunch with people. And so it always includes that. That helps me with the, having that intention of building relationships. And that's, so that's one of those aspects. So then I get to be connected to other people. That's the being that's connected. Mm -hmm. get to create connection with other people with intention, not just for the purpose of I'm trying to make a sale, but I actually want to get to know them Mm -hmm. and I want to be able to serve them the best that's for them. And even if it's not me, that is best for them to work. I've created a new connection with somebody and I found out I I like them. And I might want to just check in on them every now and then, even if I'm not the coach for them. And so it's a beautiful thing to do that, to just approach relationships from the aspect of, I want to get to know these people. So that's part of my, that's part of my vision. It's intentionally in there that there is either whether it's breakfast or lunch, but some meal that I'm having that with somebody else. Now, do I get to do that every day? No, but I get to do it a lot. And so that, but what happens with that vision, once you have that vision defined, this is the fun part. You get to read it every day for a while, read Mm -hmm. it every day, Mm -hmm. sit in it, visualize it, watch it happening in your head, create that daydream of this vision of this day, walk through every piece of it. And you're going to do that several times for the first few weeks. Like you're going to want to do that daily for the first few weeks. Then eventually you can, maybe it's weekly that you revisit this vision, however often you want to. What happens is in the back of your mind, your brain starts to figure, try to figure out how do I make it happen? So it's looking for solutions to make this vision reality. And that's the beauty of the brain and 
how God designed us, creating this vision. So really when you're stepping into that vision, I see it as it's a prayer for my future. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, God, this is what I want my life to look like. Can we do this together? Can we make this happen? And then we get to go make it happen. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is, so the first time I did this was probably around 2015 Mm -hmm. and I was part of a network marketing company and we were at a training and the trainer had us, we had 10 minutes to put this thing together. I have my clients like take days, spend time with this, like 10 (laughs) minutes to put this ideal day together. So I threw this thing together and I'd read it every now and then. And then two years later, I'm not saying this is like pop, boom, instant surprise. Here you are, ideal day. These things take time. So two years later, I'm sitting in the parking lot waiting for my daughter to come out from school. And I realized like it was this epiphany moment. Like I'm sitting there just listening to music. And all of a sudden it was like, bam, in my head, today's my day. Today is that day I wrote two years ago. I, and I got so excited in the car. So I it's today. (laughs) That thing really happened today. This is exactly what's happening today. I'm right in the middle of it. And knowing what I still had planned for the rest of the day, like it was happening. It was so exciting. So I know it. it's one of those things like, I know it works. You're living the movie. You're living living it. Yes. Totally. And I would not have chosen all of the paths that got me there if I had been in control. (laughs) I would not. But the beauty is I didn't have to. The thing mm. is that God knew what I wanted and he was helping me work towards. And so now I get to live that every day. And of course, now that I've achieved that, now it's changed. That vision evolves, obviously. Now, okay, this is what I'm actually doing. Now, what do I want? Right. And the thing is, we do have to be an active participant. So step yes. number three, once you have that vision, there is the piece where you have the vision, you sit in the vision, you feel all the emotions of the vision, and you really get your brain to believe like it's already happened. Yes. You're going to you're going to sit in it as if it's already happened. Mm -hmm. And then you get to ask the question, what's my role? What is the action I need to take? And so that's when you get to set actionable goals to achieve it. The things that you know need to happen to get there, right? So if it's in your business and it's, I need, I need more clients because part of my vision is that I'm having this big group coaching call and I'm envisioning the Zoom screen on my computer and I have, it's full, there's 30 ladies on the screen and we're having this amazing call and I have three clients right now, there are things I need to do to find the other 27. And so then you get into setting those and they do need to be actionable. So going back to step one, where you assessed where you are, you may want to set a few goals for each of the categories, those top categories that you chose. Maybe it's your relationship with your spouse or a relationship with friends. Maybe it's your spiritual relationship. Maybe it's your finances. So what are the goals that you have? And just pick a few of those places, those particular categories and say, what are three, three things that I can do to work towards that goal? Now I'm going to still set this vision, but what are the actions I can do? So if it's improved the relationship with my spouse, Maybe we need to have intentional connected conversations more often, not just sitting on the couch watching football, but we actually need to go out to dinner, just the two of us sometimes and actually right. talk, not just be roommates in the house, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, but that takes intention. It takes planning. It takes scheduling. It takes maybe getting a babysitter, things like that. But that relationship with your spouse isn't going to improve unless you do something intentional. Right. And the same thing with your, with your health, like it's finding the, the space to, go work out or choosing to change how you shop at the grocery store. So you're eating better foods. 
So there are choices you need to make. So those are actionable. So you can have a goal. I like, I don't like just lose weight as a goal. It might be a specific number of dress sizes you want to go down or something like that because weight is arbitrary. Exactly. (laughs) And it can be so so, nasty and unfriendly to us. (laughs) And so like those goals, those, those actionable goals need to be, need to have some specificity to them. So it can't just be lose weight because Mm -hmm. if I lose one pound tomorrow, goal achieved. Exactly. exactly. The next day. Okay. So they have to be actionable. You need to be able to to, to track it in some way, but don't set yourself up for failure. So that's why I don't like with that, with a, a fitness goal. I don't like the weight to be that, but right. maybe it's certain number of actions every week. Maybe that's the goal. Three days a week, I'm going to go to the gym or three days a week, I'm going to do yoga at my house or something like that, where you can track it and know that you are doing the actions that eventually will lead to the improved health. Yes. Yes. I totally am in agreement with this process because Stephanie, I cannot tell you how many ways we can hear certain things of what we should do and the process. I can say clearly that this, that these types of steps is definitely what leads you to becoming unstuck and to living yes. your ideal life. It's, you're creating and writing the script for your life. And there's nothing there's nothing like that because you're living what you said, I want to live. And I, this is what I want to do. And, And what's really funny too, Stephanie, you were mentioning about some of your clients. So what are some of the things that you have noticed about your clients that, you know, that maybe have gone through some of your coaching programs? Because I know a lot of, and and a lot of us feel like we don't need help or that we don't need, Mm -hmm. we don't need coaching. You just gave it to us what that process looks like. But what I'm saying is, as far as say, we're already in this game and we're moving forward and we just need to build a little bit more momentum, or we need to just, we need to see more growth. We've been doing this for a while and Hey, I'm not earning what I should earn. And how do we get to a quick win without like, we need this coach and and we want to start with the coach. Do you offer a program that's like a workshop or something like that? So that someone can start getting into certain things that you offer without diving into, okay, let me see if I need a coach, let them get a taste of it. Do you offer that? I do. I have several opportunities for that. And I do want to say one thing. Mm-hmm. I was there just a few years ago trying to watch all the YouTube videos, take all of the, the self-led courses. And and I got into it like one membership with a coach that she had fantastic courses, but you did those on your own. And then she just one call a month or whatever. And there were thousands of people in that group. And so for you to get one-on-one coaching at all, or have the opportunity to get your question answered, seemed almost impossible. It wasn't impossible, but seemed almost impossible. And so I started seeking out other opportunities for, Mm -hmm. for support, because what I realized that like what I do for my clients, which is that outside view, we get very stuck in our own stuff. (laughs) We get, we really believe the stories we tell ourselves and, and the reasons why things aren't working. And, and we let ourselves off the hook a lot. We call it grace and, and it, and it is, and and I'm going to say it is, but you can give yourself grace to a fault and that you're not holding yourself accountable to your goal and, and to what God has placed you on this earth to do. You can like, because, and we do that out of fear. We tell ourselves the story that I'm doing everything that I need to be doing, but something's not working. There's something that you're not doing. And it might be consistently doing those things. It might be that 
you're doing all the social media posts, but you're never telling people you actually have a product or a program, Mm -hmm. but you're out there on social media all the time. I'm doing social media, those (laughs) kinds of things that an outside, outside eye that a coach can look at and they can hear your language that you're using as Mm -hmm. well. And that's the big thing with my clients is as they're telling me what they're doing, where they feel they're struggling, I'm looking for keywords and I can't really describe like what the, what those are, but there's some key phrases that I'll let them, them talk. And then I want to go back to this. You said X, Y, Z, tell me a little bit more about that. And then they get to explore that. Or so I have one client who she came to me, she has another coach. She runs a membership program. And, or a mastermind. She runs a mastermind. She's thinking about a membership program. And, but she's, I have so many things going on and I feel out of control all the time. She's like, I'm making, I'm earning money. I have clients. I have this mastermind. We fill it every time. Like that part's working, but my life feels out of control. And right. so, so this, so when she and I started working together, she's like, I need help with like time management and stuff. Time management is a big old umbrella. And there's lots that can be looked at inside Mm -hmm. of that. What it boils down to is she doesn't like a schedule because she grew up with a mom who kept her on schedule all the Mm -hmm. time. She's now I can look at it as an adult and I can say, I'm grateful for that because it allowed me to do the things that I wanted to do, the extracurricular things with school, did this. So that, but now you say schedule and my skin crawls. We need to explore. Mm-hmm. That's what's holding you back. That's why mm-hmm. you feel overwhelmed because you won't allow yourself to schedule things and hold mm-hmm. yourself to the schedule. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing we're working on right now. So I'm her accountability. And so she's checking in with me on a frequent basis. We meet every couple of weeks, but in between, in this particular private coaching program, like she has access to me on Boxer or WhatsApp. She's actually on WhatsApp. So she's, okay, I put together my schedule, but then this and this happened. Okay. So what was priority? So I get to talk to her in between our actual meetings. And that's where the real work begin work happens is where she's trying to implement what we've talked about. And so that's one of those things where if you're doing the DIY program, you're still going to be stuck in your stories. If you're doing a self-paced, there's no coach involved. Nobody's looking at your you're going to continue to t- give yourself the excuses to get out of the stuff that, that, that you're learning in the program because you're, it makes sense to you. Yes. Yeah. And you don't have that. You say that's one thing that's really different. Like a lot of times when you are in the nine to five, that is one of the great benefits that you have is a boss. Or even if you are the boss at your nine to five, there are other people who help hold you accountable because you've got this group waiting. You've got that. You've got all these different moving parts, mostly you. And then you are the one who, who has other people waiting on you because you Mm -hmm. have moving parts underneath you. It is, if nothing else, the accountability and just like ideas that you didn't think about because you're so deep in, in the weeds and oh my gosh, coaches need coaches. Yeah. Yeah. It is so important to set yourself up for the best possible route. And it's so Mm -hmm. funny too, because whenever you think about working out, we look a lot of times at, Hey, we need to get a trainer because I know what to do. And that's what I think. I think that to me is the most important way to see it. You may know all the workouts you're going to do. Most of them, they're not going to be brand new to you. You know about them. You've seen them, but your technique may be a little off. Your push-up may be a little bit off. Just changing it just a touch could make all the difference in the world. 
And, right. and the same thing with coaches in our business, just maybe altering certain things just a touch. And I think, I know for me, I don't like for you to change where I'm trying to go with something. Like mm-hmm. this is where I envision. And I feel like if you come in and you're going to change what my vision, and that's actually not what happens. It actually makes no. the vision more clear. So thank you so much. Yeah, I think it's great <laughs> you mentioned that because I was mentioning just a little bit ago around the time management. So we talked about it. She listed every, I'm like, so before we meet, I need you to list everything that you have committed to. And then everything that you, all your other obligations, right? Mm -hmm. Laundry, dishes, cooking yourself dinner, like the normal things, Mm -hmm. but then everything you have committed to. And because she's got two businesses, she teaches, like there's tons there. She's on a nonprofit, all these things. So I'm like, and then we need to look at it and say, what's really do you need to be doing? Mm-hmm. And as we talked through that, there was one thing that I was like, okay, how important is that really? And she explained it to me. I was like, okay, that's really important. I look at it from, I looked at it initially. I'm like, do you really need to do that right now? Right. And, but as she talked, I was like, okay, so this is the thing. If we keep everything on the list, then we just need to find the time. You've got to schedule the time to do all of that. And she, thank you so much for not telling me I've got to take something off my plate. Because all of this is important to me. And right. so many people, I know they're going to say, you need to like quit doing these two things because you don't mm-hmm. have time. No, anything is possible. You can make time to make anything happen. Exactly. And, and so, and she appreciated that. It was like, she's, I'm so glad. She's like, I'm like, no, we just need to make your plate a platter. <laughs> I love it. Make your plate a platter. I love it. I love it. Yes. And, it up a little bit different. Exactly. And integration helps so much when it comes to scheduling and different things like that, actually integrating versus just trying to do everything on the schedule, the way, like you got to do this at two o'clock, you got to do this, but if you can integrate, not, not multitask, but integrate. Right. Where you take that, where you take a break and you go for a walk with, yep. with your spouse, then you're doing something else. So you're getting in the things that you want to do, but you're yes. integrating them in, into your day where your schedule does not feel so stuffy and so tight. So time blocking or something like that may not be your thing. Mm-hmm. It may be integration, but well, the thing is, this is the thing that she was concerned about was that I was going to make her like then stick to it. I'm like, a schedule can be flexible, yes. but if you move it twice. Mm -hmm. I need you to question its priority. Yes, yes, exactly. Stephanie, I can talk to you about this stuff all day long, but we've got to go in deeper. We've got to go in deeper with our mentoring moment segment. And this is where I just go in deeper to ask a thought provoking question. So Stephanie, if you could tell yourself anything at all five years ago to make you a better person today, what would you have told yourself? Oh, that is a fantastic question. And I think with all of the like personal development work that I've done specifically to invest in, in me and not my business over this last year, I think it really is that I matter mm-hmm. and I need to be just as committed to me and choose me, not from a conceited standpoint, but we give and I'm, I'm a supporting kind of person where I will help you and support you and everything but I don't seek it for myself and, or allow myself to rest and things like that. So reminding myself to choose me sometimes and say no to the other things. And then it's okay to just sit on the couch and veg out and watch like cupcake wars for (laughs) that's a great show. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. But you are so right. And that is a part of guys. If you heard the show probably about four or five shows ago on our toxic productivity, it is okay. 
to not do anything and sit mm-hmm. on the couch and just watch Cupcake Wars and do or Our do brain whatever. Needs rest. Yes, or do whatever it is that makes you happy. So thank you so much, Stephanie. Everyone will want to know how to reach out to you. We will have your information in the show notes, but where can you tell them your favorite places to hang out? So I am loving Instagram right now. So I am at Coach Stephanie Ferrara on Instagram. And I'm digging into reels. I'm having fun with it. I'm embarrassing my daughter, which is so much fun. And she didn't want me to be on TikTok or reels for a really long time. And then I just showed up. I was like, you don't get to decide. And if you don't like it, don't go look at it. So yes, definitely. I love hanging out on Instagram. Okay. That is great. And guys, please look at the show notes for all of the information. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming on the show. Awesome. Thank you. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.